Uh-huh. Okay, good morning, everyone. Thanks for coming. I'm sorry, there's a little bit of a mix-up on Sunday. I thought I sent out a message that we weren't going to have shared this last Sunday. I know some people can... I did? I guess I didn't get to everyone. If you want to be on the... On, if you're not on the list where I send out the, the messages, let me know, and we'll put you on the specific list. So for the month of Adar... We're so thankful that the, the Aaron family, the Avram family, the Brooke family, and the Eisen family have been sponsoring the month of Adar. And, uh, and the family is anonymously sponsored for the Rufushtema of Al Chol Yisrael, and another family in honor of a miracle that saved the life of a member of Shirat David. The weekly sponsorship by my dear parents in honor of the Bar Mitzvah of, our, of their granddaughter, my daughter, our daughter, Ora. And you're all invited to the Kiddush the Shabbos uh, here, wherever you are. Come join us for Kiddush Hashem. Thank you. And uh, in memory of my grandmother, whose yurtzeit was this week, Chaya Rachel Batzvi Hirsch. Also, Diana and Simon Rosenfeld, in memory of Shlomo ben Aryeh, Zichon Rachel Diana's Abba, whose yurtzeit is on Yutet Adar, beginning, the beginning of this week. The pages go around. Okay, whoever, any additional ones? What's that? Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah, there's more here. Okay, I'm, I'm very excited about today's year. I'm like, this is, uh, I think we started the whole Reb Tzadok learning just to get to this piece. This piece is the first piece from one of the most important Sfarim that we have. One of Reb Tzalaka Cohen's more famous farm called Tzidkata Tzadik. This Sefer, Tzidkata Tzadik, if you probably, if you'd ask most people, which is the Sefer where you get a taste most for Reb Tzalaka's whole world of Torah, it's probably this one, Tzidkata Tzadik. But the beginning of Tzidkata Tzadik was one of the first pieces I, my eyes ever saw of Chassidus, like on my own, that I was conscious of when I was, I think, 16 to 17, I, I was living then at a, in a Hezri yeshiva in Ramat Gan, and on Fridays, this is how I discovered my, my Meshagas was Svarim, on Fridays, I would walk, you could walk from where the yeshiva is to the main street in Bnei Brak called Rechav Rabbi Akiva, if you know, if you know Bnei Brak at all. And you'd walk, I'd walk up and down that street there and find these little a hole-in-the-wall bookstores, Svarim stores. And I was couldn't believe that, like, I never forget that. You have these these names I started to hear of these tzaddikim from, like, tapes from Rib Shlomo, and I'm like, wait a second. Their whole Torah is in this little book that costs 10 shekel? And then I'm like, and then, like, right next to this 10 shekel thing, you know, I could buy, like, a falafel for, like, 12 shekel, you know what I mean? Like, what am I going to do right now? This falafel is going to be in and out in a second, and hopefully this safer could be in for the rest of my life. And that's and the, one of the first svarim was a tiny booklet I got was this safer tzidkata tzaddik. And when I opened it, the first ot is what we're going to be learning today. Now this first ot, so I remember it by heart because of you know when you first like your first love. It's just the first thing you. It's like you remember everything about that. This was like the first moment of, of with Reb Tzadok, and these words touched my heart so deep. And then, after I got over all the romance of it, I realized, oh my God, this is the deepest Musr in the world. How do I blend the two of the emotions and the Musr, right? But that's really what life is all about anyway, Nachon. But 
this teaching is really our beginning towards Pesach. Towards, I mean, I'm sure you started already in, in, in some way, shape, or form. But in terms of learning, for us here, I don't think we really started yet. This piece is going to show us it, it, it really is about Pesach, and it really isn't about Pesach. And you'll see what I mean. All right, so first we're going to learn, we're going to be learning a perush on, this, on these four lines, more or less, that's what we're going to be doing, a perush on the first few lines of Reb Tzadok's Sitka Tzadik for the next few weeks, to go into Pesach to say, at least I have one gazun thing, that I have like one thing that I know I could walk into the Seder with, and I could teach my children about, and I could teach myself about, and I could live by Ezrat Hashem. So Reb Tzadok says like this, and perhaps you've seen this before, but it never ever gets old. Look at this. Reshit knisat ha'adam la'avodat Hashem tzarich liot bechipazon. What's the word chipazon? Fast. You don't, when you quit smoking, you don't go 20, 15, 12, 10. Cold turkey. It says over here, something that usually we try to tell people don't actually do. We're going to see this is a chidich. It says, when you first begin to enter Avodah Hashem, you, it's got to be fast. We're going to define what fast means, okay? It has to be fast? Fa- yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know. I thought you were going to say it has to be up. Exactly, exactly. That's the whole chidish here. Again, Reshit knisat ha'adam la'avodat Hashem tzarich liot bechipazon. כמו שמצינו בפסח מצרים, שהיה נאכל בחיפזון. Just like we see. When it says here Pesach מצרים, it's referring to the Korban Pesach that was eaten at the time of the story of, of Yitziat מצרים. As opposed to, ולא Pesach דורות. But not the Korban Pesach that from after that year on, we ate. Now here's an important thing. What's the difference? Have you heard this concept before? Pesach Mitzrayim, Pesach Dorot? Has anyone heard this? Pesach Mitzrayim always refers to the way it was that first initial time. What did we have to do regarding the Korban that happened when we left Mitzrayim? There were a few things we had to do beforehand. Remember? How many, you had to tie it to the doorpost. How many days before? Four days before. It also, what did you have to do with the blood? With what? Dip it into what? Ezov, exactly. A, there, had, there were all these things you had to do when it came to Pesach Mitzrayim, the Korban Pesach of Egypt. Pesach Dorot is not like that. There's not the four days before. There's not that you have to eat it that night. You could eat it the whole week. There's no the dipping of the blood v'chuleh. It's very different. So there's in the, in the, in the Mishnah, in, the Mishnah in, in, in Pesachim, they go through this you know, pretty thoroughly where the difference, the basic difference between the two things. Now, he says, this is not the case by Pesach Dorot, where it's more of a slower process, and don't rush, take your time, don't eat it, don't gobble it down. Mipnei, she'ahatchala lenatek atzmo mikol te'avot olam hazeh Because the beginning of the process is to disconnect yourself from all desires and lusts of this world that you are connected to. I love this word, this phrase, Lishmor Harega. You got to seize the moment. You got to guard the moment. What moment? 
שמתעורר בו רצון השם. That your רצון השם awakens within you, you gotta protect it, you gotta guard it, you gotta honor it. That's, you know, I really feel strongly that the word honor is really shayach here to the word lishmor. You gotta guard it, you gotta honor it, you gotta respect it. That moment where there's an awakening of I want to do God's will. Velachpoz, that means, chipazon, to run. Al oto rega lemaher, letzet mehem. You know, you have that moment of saying, I'm done with this, right? So then the other voice comes and says, Listen, don't, don't, uh, be healthy. To be in stages, healthy, relax. If Tzadik's saying, no, 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 no. That initial moment of saying, I, this is what I want, he says, you have to run. You got to do it fast. Don't take your time. And maybe, you're, maybe you'll be able to actually act upon that initial moment of Hitorerut. And then he says, afterwards, bless you, Shuv yelech b'metinut v'le'at kedin Pesach Dorot. And then, after you've had that initial moment of running, at, running out from what you chose to run away from and to get out of really fast, he says, then that gradual, stage by stage, level after level process, which is more, more calm, then that happens. Right? So first Pesach Mitzrayim, then Pesach Dorot. It's something that you're running away from or running towards? Good question. What's the nafkamina? What's the difference? What would be the difference? <coughs> well, I mean, if you have an awakening for Avodat Hashem, then it doesn't matter. You don't have to be actively engaged in an Avera for that to, to be sparked. Um, 100%. I would say Kichlal, you're right. But because the concept here is Mitzrayim, that means you're leaving something. Because that's the context of this teaching. But what you're saying, we're going to see, Mamash, that that actually, this is a development of an idea throughout Reb Tzadok's Machshava, that it's not necessarily running away, it could be also running towards. And I want to explain it. It's very good you're bringing this up. How many of you grew up religious in the room? Plenty, right? How many of you realize that, that um, what, with all the beauty that you got growing up, do you still have to have a moment of this? <laughs> I'm still having this, you know, every, every single day of my life. So it's not necessarily, I'm a Baal Tshuva, I realize I don't have Shabbos, I don't have Kashos, I don't have Taras HaMishpacha if you're married and you're not religious. Like, that, that's not what it is. It, I mean, it's also that, but that's not really what it is. It's, I have Shabbos, I have Kashrus, basic Tahara, and all these things. But, Nafshi Chamda Betzel Yadecha, is my soul desiring and longing to, to feel like it's in Betzel Yadecha, that you're holding on, that you're holding me? So in those moments also, there are moments of heat or erut, of putting your foot on the gas, and not just driving neutral. And the Reb Tzadak is saying, what do you think you should do at that moment where there's a moment of hit or erut? So he's saying, you go for it full speed ahead. Because to jump to the next level, sometimes it, the only way it could happen is if you don't think too much and you do it. But then afterwards, he says, that's where the pacing takes place. 
Shuv yelech b'metzinut, just like Pesach Dorot, the way we ate the Korban Pesach afterwards, then it's more relaxed, and it's more, like we say, shikul dat and matun, and all these words about, you know, in a more relaxing, comfortable form. Okay, that, that's the piece from Reb Tzadok. Okay, so again, Reishit knisat adam lavodat Hashem tzarich liyot bechipazon. The beginning stages of a person entering into avodat Hashem must be in haste. That's the opening of tzidkat tzadik. Yeah, Jenny. Yes, yes, yes. But the taking on is the key here. The taking on is, is what the whole thing is about, taking it on. What does that mean? And what does it mean? So, and then what does slowly mean afterwards? Okay, but this is a basic, basic piece of Reb Tzadok. And we're going to understand now, like I said, for the next few weeks, what this piece, what this Torah actually means. I know we understand the, more or less the Hebrew. Are there any questions on the, on the Hebrew here? Is every word clear? Are there any questions on what he's just said right now? So far? We're, we're okay, right? So, Baba. Yeah? The Korban Pesach from the year after we left Mitzrayim. Uh, the, what I needed to do with the Pesach, how I needed to eat the Korban Pesach from the year after. The year of... The, oh, oh, there, there aren't. No, no, it's just... No, no, meaning... The, 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 the basic halacha of kashrus of Pesach is the same every year. But what we said is Pesach Mitzrayim had this whole prep of four days tying it to the bed. But like, do you still, like... Are they still... Pesach, are they still not allowed to be leftovers? Like, do, are they still... Very good. That's one of the, that's one of the questions in the, in the, in the Mishnayas. It can't be left over, but you have a whole week to eat it. As opposed to, as opposed to Pesach Mitzrayim, there has to be, you have to gobble it up. Yes, very good. Um, the fir- which one? Which one? The first, the first one. Could be. Could be. Yecholiot. Oh, um, n- n- nothing that you, n- nothing you need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a very, that's a very uh, from question. That's a good, that's a good. No, no, I mean, like, it's a very, it's good. It's good what you're saying. No, the Mishnah, I think it's Parag Vav. I don't remember right now. I, I should have, you know what? I was going to print it on here. I got distracted last night before I was finishing to prepare the shear. And I was going to actually bring the Mishnah and Sachim that, 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 that describes us the difference. But the Mishnah there is just speaking about this is what you do in Pesach Mitzrayim and how you don't need to do that in Pesach Dorot. That's like the Lushan of the Mishnah, more or less. More or less. But great, we can go back into it. And, and uh, that's always good to just to see. Maybe there's something, but for, meaning for the sake of the Shir, no. Okay? Yofi. Now, the following person is someone who's still alive, Baruch Hashem. His name is Rav Shabtai Rappaport. Have any of you heard of him? Yeah, he was over at Rosh Yeshiva. Where? Shvot For 20 years, he was the Rosh Yeshiva here in Shvot Yisrael. He then went and became 
the head of the Talmudic studies in Bar Ilan University for a while. And now he actually gives, I think, he gives shir in the yeshiva in Tkoa, actually. He's a giant, giant Talmud Chacham. I have the privilege, I, I, knew, I know him, I haven't seen him in many years. And he's a big Baal Machshava. He's really a, a very deep in thought, Rabbi Shabtai Rappaport. And he has a lot of shir on Rabbi Tzadik, and especially on the Sefer Tzitkat Tzadik. And I saw this, this is a, just a little piece of, of a much larger piece that he takes, he's going to explain to us what this piece really, really means. I think in a really simple and, and nice and approachable way. Very simple Hebrew as well. But let, let, let's learn it. He says, What Rabbi Tzadok said here, this idea is amazing. It's amazing Chiddush, what he said, in terms of how a person should begin the approach and the journey. And it's also just in its essence of what he says. We know that. Everyone knows, right? When we think about, like, we give the imagery of us leaving Mitzrayim, right? What, what, what's, the, what's the speed? Like, it's fast. If you were on a podcast, what would you put it to? Two, right? Or well, I don't know what the, is that the highest, uh, is that the fastest speed you could listen to something these days? Two, right? It's not 0.75 or 1. We left, and we left fast. Everyone knows that. That's, everyone knows Seder night, it was fast. The whole energy is fast, right? And when you go through the writings of the Arizal, you see this written quite extensively. The concept of the initial Pesach was all pretty fast. And even the word Pesach, Lifsoach, what does that mean? Ledaleg, which means to skip. Skipping over something, as opposed to not skipping over something, alludes to a faster pace of something. Third line, Ve'ariya kadosh kotev, she'pesach hu dilug. That's what Arizal basically says. Pesach is skipping. Ma perush dilug? What's the skipping? Anachnu dilagnu ve'akadosh boruch hu dileg. We skipped and God skipped. Kol dodi hinezeba medaleg al heharim. Shlomo HaMalachim says in Shirim. The voice of my beloved, here it's coming, it's skipping through the mountains. HaKadosh Baruch Hu dileg v'anachnu dilagnu. God skipped and we, God skipped towards us and we skipped, we went faster towards God. Ma pesher adilug azeh? What is the skipping all about? Kotev ha'ari HaKadosh Pashut. We all know this. We've all learned this so many times. Were we deserving of the redemption? When we were in the state we were in, in Egypt? No. So what's the awakening called? What's it called in, in Kabbalistic terminology that took place in the initial exit of Egypt? It aruta dileela, An awakening from above. Then we have seven weeks of working on our midot. So that when Har Sinai comes, there's a little bit of an itaruta diletata, an awakening from below, that I did something. But the beginning of the Arizal says, and we all know this, what's, what level of impurity were we on? 49th, meaning one more and we're toast. So there wasn't any, you can't say, look how hard we worked on ourselves, and you know, God saw how hard we're working on ourselves, and therefore we deserve it. 
the Arizal explains over here, it says, Ma pitom, Am Yisrael was in, a, in Egypt wasn't worthy of Geula. <coughs> Bless you. Fourth to bottom line, Zekmosh katuv bazoar, shaya shalui bememtet shaarei tuma. We were 49th level of impurity. Ukmoshe katuv bamechilta, just like the Midrash says, mechilta means the Midrash. Shelo aita lahem zchut, shebizchuta hem yigalu. We didn't have any zchut, any merit that in that merit we will be redeemed. ולכן הקדוש ברוך הוא היה צריך לדלג על המהלך הרגיל של ההתהלות של עם ישראל וגאל אותם. So therefore God had to skip over the normal process of purification of עם ישראל and redeemed him. עד שנגלה עליהם מלך מלכי המלכים וגאלם. That's what the Russian is, the Midrash is. So the king of kings comes and reveals himself on them and redeemed them. פתאום. Suddenly, Zehadilug. You understand why it was so hard for Jews to leave Egypt? Anyone with any sense, any, any sense of self-awareness had a very legitimate reason for not wanting to leave Egypt. Why? Why? Why would, why, why would it be hard for them to leave in Mitzrayim? Was there And even if they're told all these things about what's waiting for you, if they have any sense of self-awareness, they're saying, but that's not me. That's not my life. Like, you know, it's not, like yesterday I was talking to someone about Shabbos. The beauty of Shabbos, the Gdusha of Shabbos. And they kept on saying, yeah, but that has nothing to do with where I'm at in life. Bless you. That has nothing to do with where I'm at in life right now. Right? So you try to, try to drill that into a person, that it has something to do with you, and it's not because of you, it's because God wants, because God wants to give it to you, but that's not where I'm at. So the Jew in Egypt, the four-fifths, let's say, that stayed, Let's give them for a second a kav schut. Yeah, they're seeing all these miracles taking place. But they, they could be saying, this is God's will that these miracles should happen and that we shouldn't suffer anymore. But, but holiness, Mount Sinai, freedom, that's already, it's out of my pay grade, right? That's the, I, I have no shaykhs to it. That's not me. And sometimes I, when I sit with couples that are like, you know, beginning to get into a deeper place with their Yiddishkeit, There's this crazy fear of like, you know, are we going to be, are we on the verge of looking like them or whatever that image is of, of them, right? That's not, that's, not, that's not who we are. I'm like, yeah, you don't have to look anywhere. If Hashem wants to give you that, Hashem will give you that, whatever that means, right? But a slave mentality does not let you experience or envision anything Other than the known, what, uh, you, what you said, Zahava. Other than the known. There's no bigger picture. Nothing. And that's where we were in Mitzrayim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. A million percent. So therefore, the, the, the Pesach, the holiday, comes from a place of God jumping through a bunch of stages which are usually necessary in order to establish, you know, reaching this level of purity. And God's saying, listen, these people haven't, you know, I'm skipping towards them. I'm jumping towards them. Because on the level, like a rational stage, it won't work. These people don't think they're worthy of it. These people think they're not worthy of this love. I got to give it to them. I got to jump towards them. And malasot. That's Pesach, okay? Say there. Az lachen... Next paragraph, as lachen, 
Pesach Mitzrayim ne'echal bechipazon. Therefore, this initial Pesach, right, that first Pesach, it was eaten fast. Now what does that mean? Ma perush? Al tachshavu sh'atem ha'item reuyim l'atzet me'mitzrayim. Don't think you were worthy of leaving Egypt. No. Ela zo matana sh'akadosh baruch hu natan. This is a gift that God gave. That's why you got to do this really fast and get out. Im titadkvu od k'tzat, mi yodea ma she'yev. You stay here another second, I don't know what's going to be. La'atid lavo, but in the future, ha'geula ha'atida, the future redemption, lo t'yeh b'chipazon. It won't be so fast. And all I want to say about this is, no kidding. Ma'ata omer. No kidding. How is the future redemption going to be? With our work, stage after stage, gradually. What does that mean? Leaving Egypt was filled with pain, was filled with crisis, and with all different types of ma'avak, a, a struggle, c- continuous struggles, ma'avakim neged paro, with paro, betoch b'nei Yisrael, and even with amongst Am Yisrael, chamishit yatzu v'arba chamishiot nisharu, only a fifth left, four fifths stayed back. Kol ha-tahalich hayat tahalich shel nituach chirum. The whole process was a process of emergency surgery. Emergency surgery. One second. I'm just going to ask them really quickly. Emergencies. That was the process of leaving Egypt. But really, the redemption shouldn't be like that. It's not emergency surgery. The redemption has to be mesudar, in order. There was no time for an order, which is kind of an oxymoron, because what's Leil Pesach called? Leil HaSeder, right? Interesting. We're going to get there. This really was emergency surgery. But the future redemption really will be in an orderly, like structured manner. Leil Seder. Well, it's interesting. That's a good question. What do you think? Why would it be Pesach Dorot? Right. So I guess the first Leil Seder wasn't called Leil Seder. Right. <laughs> it was, right. 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 But, but not, I'll tell you why, not exactly, because spiritually speaking, the place in, in, in the Zohar Kodesh, it says that Leil Seder contains within it the, that atomic power that happened, what we're describing over here, of reaching heights spiritually, <laughs> that usually take you years and years to reach, 
actually Leila Seder has this ability to go there. And someone just sent me a shear we did a few years ago. It must have been like the first shear after the first lock, lockdown. Because we were speaking about, okay, wow, that was a pretty crazy few weeks. Now we're going to be able to hopefully start learning again together. And I think like a minute later there was like no shear again. But so so it was it was all about that Leil Seder is the night that you could get into the heart of your child so much faster and deeper and more than usually it takes you throughout the whole year to get into the heart of your child. And it was all based on the concept of since everything happened so fast in Pesach Mitzrayim, that energy is still there every year, Leila Seder. That like, whatever that is, that like, you know, direct channel up there. Okay, so everything we said right now is not Reb Tzadokakorn's meaning. This, he says, look at the next paragraph. That's what everyone else says. Everything we said right now about Geula, process, Seder, Kol Sefer Hagut Shemedaber al Pesach, Medaber al Ainyan Shel Chipazon Shel Pesach, Shuatzad Aechrechi, Avaluatzad Shel Bedi Eved. He says, every, this, is, this is fascinating. He says that every single book that talks about Pesach and the process, it always speaks about that we left really fast, it had to be like this, but really, that's not Lechatchila. That's just happened to be like that because we were so impure. So it's Bidyeved. I don't I still have not figured out the right word for Bidyeved in English. Sorry? Bidyeved? No, no, Bidyeved is like It's Bidyeved. These are all Bidyeved translations for the word Bidyeved. Yeah. But this is very deep. He's saying that's how Rappaport is saying that's how everyone's, what we just, and we all felt really good because it makes sense, right? Everything we just said right now, you know? He's saying, that, that's not what Reb Tzadok HaKohen means in this teaching. He, he, he has, it's a chiddush over here. Now look what he says. Zotomeret. Hachipazon, we're on the third to bottom paragraph from the third line. Hachipazon shel Pesach. Lav davka b'muvan shelasot et adavar maher. Ela i haseder sheyesh. אין כאן סדר של התפתחות, של הכנה לקראת גאולה. זו הנקודה השלילית שיש כאן. נקודה הכרחית, אבל שהיא לא טובה, וצריך להתגבר על זה. ויש היסטוריה שלמה כדי להתחיל לעבוד בצורה מסודרת. What we basically said was, what you said, Dalia, but, but a little bit differently, he's saying, the way we usually understand גאולה, is that everything was chaos, there was no order, now we have to start working in an orderly manner in order to overcome the initial shock of not having enough vessels to receive the initial light, right? And that's how Ke'ilu, all the Sfarim, speak about the order of serving Hashem in a proper manner. Don't take on too much. 
go shlav by shlav, make sure it's healthy, don't drink the Kool-Aid, yala. He's saying over here, Reb Tzadok Omer Hafuch Legamre. And that's why this is not necessarily a Pesach Torah. And you'll see what, I think you'll see what he means. Reb Tzadok Omer Hafuch Legamre. On the contrary. On the contrary. Hu Omer Shemi Sheamar Kach Lo Yivin Et Ha'inyan O Yivin Oto Betzura Lekuya. Reb Tzadok is basically saying, if your takeaway from looking at the way we left Egypt is that that, that was Bedieved, because we were so impure, but really we don't live like that. He's saying there's something lacking in your understanding of the story of Yitziat Mitzrayim, and there's something lacking in your understanding of what it means to jump into the Sea of Torah and jumping into the world of Hashem. I, I, I just want to say something, something that's, I'm sure, Kashur. Do you know how many friends I have that are, their mamish, like, put, their, their toes have been in the water for 30 years. Their toes are in the water for 30 years. They've been checking the toe temperature. Mamish, the temperature, they are checking the temperature of this water that's in front of them for 30 years and their assessments and their psychoanalyzation of things is all based on this, well, my toes are in, I'm kind of shy, but I'm not really sure that this is really for me. And their Yiddishkeit, their whole picture of Judaism and their relationships in life all stem from the visualization that I want you to have of someone who's dictating what the water is like by just having their toes in there, but not, 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 not the full them. Why? Well, because you're not supposed to jump into the water. That We had to jump into the water at Siyas Mitzrayim because we were going to die, and we were going to be completely impure. But we know that was B'dievet, that's not Lechat Chila. Reb Tzadik says, no, good luck. That's not the story. That's not the story. As much as that sounds rational, and it sounds logical, and it sounds like a healthy approach to life, that's not like that. Jump into the water, and then slowly learn how to swim. You understand? Jump into the water, and then slowly learn how to swim in the water. But you got to do something. You jump into the water. I have friends like this that... This has been mamash. I have such rachmanus on them. They're, they're, they were never able to get married for the same reason. The same exact reason. Mamash. When it comes to all... I have people like this when it comes to making aliyah. Mamash the same exact thing. Their toes being in the water means I come on Pesach and in the summer. That's their toes in the water experience of their relationship to Eretz Yisrael being the pool. And then being right, or or whatever it is, this happens. This happens throughout, mamash, throughout our whole experience of Yiddishkeit, and we have to have patience here because he's going to explain to us something very essential in the Torah of Reb Tzadok that is going to help us a lot in understanding, you know, what's going on here. That's for sure in, in our Makom Kadosh, but I think deep in our hearts as well. Okay, you look really troubled and bothered. So you're not bothered at all. No, just, um, what's the word? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, today it's not the word day. We're not having a lot of... <laughs> it's not the word day. It's the visualization day. You know? <laughs> yeah. Now he's going to go again. He's going to quote Reb Tzedek again. Look at the bottom line, the bottom paragraph. Tchilat reshit knisat adam laavodat Hashem tzarich liot bechipazon. The beginning of a person going into avodat Hashem, it's got to be fast. Zatomeret shelo yale adam al daato. No one should think shani nichnas laavodat Hashem. The tzarich liot beofen mesudar. That going into avodat Hashem needs to be in an orderly fashion. Now what's, what does that mean? And what's an orderly fashion regarding going into Avodat Hashem? In a logical way. Like, exactly what you said, if you start a Avodat Hashem, you'll never make it. You give that to like, take those things. Right. All big things in life. All big things in life. Every stage of anything meaningful and monumental in life is the same exact thing, right? Do you understand what Avodat Hashem is? How do I stop the whole work of just me, me, me? How I actually get out, how I, how I get out of the way? How I invest? in deep introspection and contemplation, listening deep inside, and the preparation that davening needs, you need so much preparation, you need so much introspection, for this thing to be foundational, this whole thing called Avodat Hashem. Omer HaKohen Lokach, he's saying, if you are waiting to have a foundation, in a proper foundation, in order to start to be a real Pneumist Dikayid, you will never, ever allow yourself to get there because you'll never feel like you're ready. He's going to get, get here. And it's the same thing I tell people that are a later stage in life with marriage. You could have the perfect person. The perfect person. You know this is, you know this is the one for you. There's no shelot. And you can't figure out why can't you jump, right? Why can't you jump there? Why? Because of the concept of that you actually have a taste of what this thing could be. But what's the problem? Is that you feel that there must be a foundation over here before you go and jump into it because you want it to be proper, healthy, and all those things. That's true to a certain extent. But the moment that prevents you from jumping into it, it's the other side. It's the dark side. It's the other side. Because you could never really fully say, I am fully ready to be godly. And getting married is kind of like being godly. It's like... Make taking making one out of two. This is a crazy thing, and then you got three. So you know, <laughs> these are things that anyone that says I'm ready to become a father, I run a, a very like you have you got to run away from them really fast. Mother's a different thing. Anyone that's yeah, you know, I'm ready to become an Abba. I have five children. I am not ready to be an Abba. I'm not ready in the sense of 
what I believe a real solid rock, you know, rock solid foundation of understanding what it means to be a father, like crazy. But if that's going to be my approach, I'll decide, Khalila, I'm never going to have children. That's what I would, that, that's what I would come to. So the Tzaddik says, this, we have to re-examine our understanding of that first night of Pesach. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Re-examining the first night of Pesach, though, is the most crucial thing for our avoda to, to to realize it wasn't bedi eved, it wasn't after the fact. Well, since this was a situation, this is what we did. It's on a certain level the most crucial lechatchila of all lechatchilas regarding anything real in life. Especially, and the most real thing in life is a is an engaged relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He, he continues this. Omera Kohen Lokach. That last line in the, this top paragraph. Reishit Knisat Adam Lo Tashem Tzvichaliot Bechipazon. He didn't say Reishit Knisat Adam Liyitziat Mitzrayim Tzvichaliot Bechipazon. He said Reishit Knisat Adam La Avodat Hashem Tzvichaliot Bechipazon. That's why I told you in the beginning, this Torah is all about Pesach, and it's also completely not about Pesach. It's about life. It's about everything. Now, this is a beautiful thing, what he says to... What time is it? I don't have a, a watch on me. Is it, have, I'm, oh, I'm so tempted right now to continue, but I know I, must, I have a hard stop at 10. Okay, we're going to stop here. We're going to stop here, and Bezat Hashem will continue, and... Uh, I, I would love to hear your thoughts during the week. If this, where you, you know, where you see this teaching, because this can go a lot of different areas. But uh, I think this is monumental in our bichlal, our whole, our whole relationship to Reb Tzadok Hakohen of Lublin, his teachings. Um, but I also think it's an amazing springboard towards the avodah pnimit, the inner work that we all want to really work on uh, towards Pesach. We don't have to wait till Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Thirty days before the Chag, you start to learn the halachas, and that originates from how many halachas of Pesach we have to learn. But when it comes to the avodah of the nefesh of experiencing freedom and what Pesach is really all about, there's never enough time. There's never enough time. Anyone that said they they learned enough as preparing for Pesach and now they're ready to go to the seder, it's the same. It's the same person that. that <laughs> how could you ever say such a thing? We do our best. So we're going to do our best with our preparation towards Pesach. So you can keep these pages. I'm going to reprint this this piece next time together with the additional piece that we're going to be learning. Right. Thank you so much, everyone. And whoever's around Shabbos, please join us for Kiddush.